Yo, yo. As I'm doing my calculations, I found out that I have a very, very weird anomaly. And um, I think you guys most likely will figure it out. But I'm not going to break that off just yet. Um, it looks like we might have a new team on the Unfortunates. And that's what's going to... That's what's going to make, possibly make, this weird, weird, weird situation in the Unfortunates. But... Let's start with the number 32nd team in the NFL. Let's take a break. Take a break. Take a break. Coming in number 32. Y'all guessed it. Nothing has changed. New York football Jets. Uh, Honestly, I like... There's nothing to say. They're still 32nd. They just had a bye week. And actually, last time they played, they didn't look half bad. They just looked bad. So, okay, so they were a little bit more than half bad. But they weren't all the way bad. Because Joe Flacco made him look decent. So it wasn't all bad. Again, number 32, winless Jets. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it, but based on the not a lot of changes, this might be a very quick episode. Uh, another bye week. The Dallas Cowboys at number 31. And let's see, injury Dak is still hurt. Amari Cooper looks overpaid. Linebackers are still hurt, which is the best part of their defense. Offensive line looks terrible. Gallup looks good. And so does Lamb. And that's it. Oh, Zeke looks horrible. Did I mention that? Zeke looks horrible. Oh, wait, I mentioned that last week. They had a bye week. Uh, you know what? I do want to say something about Dallas. Can somebody say how much Dak Prescott is worth to the Dallas Cowboys right now? They look like they look. If they play the Jets right now with Joe Flacco, again, I I really think Vegas would be like, okay, Dallas is a one point favorite. We don't really know who the worst team really is, if it is the Jets or if it's Dallas. And look, it's not because Dallas doesn't have talent. Dallas has talent. They're just hurt. I, you know. Seriously, can somebody really start thinking just how much Dak Prescott is worth to the Dallas Cowboys? Now, Dallas, wow, I almost said Dallas Prescott. Dak Prescott is not the greatest quarterback in the NFL, but between his leadership, his maturity, he is what makes the Dallas Cowboys go. And if anybody else is hating on Dallas Prescott, 
I said it again. On you know what? It might as if anybody else is hating on Dallas Prescott. Y'all need to look at yourselves and not Dak because Dak now deserves that contract. Period. Number 31, Dallas Cowboys. Hey, guys. Coming in at number 30. Jake Luton, rookie quarterback, played against the Green Bay Packers. And in case y'all want to know, well, for y'all Pac-12 fans, y'all know where he's from. Uh, Oregon State in the house. Threw for one touchdown, one pick. And he almost had 250 yards passing. I mean, you can't be you can't be mad at a rookie coming in playing Green Bay and almost getting the win. But Jacksonville lost. They don't have their starting quarterback. They're uh hey, Robinson got another hundred yard game. Um, does anybody have him on fantasy? I think I may have him in a couple, but not the one that matters. Believe me, it's killing me, y'all, killing me. Is anybody else hurt on fantasy and looking for players? Robinson, the starting running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, is definitely a go get. But anyway, the unfortunates, unfortunately, Jacksonville lost. A couple players played really well. Jacksonville just comes in another number 30, y'all. Yo, what up? We got a new number 29. Uh, it's very, very simple. If you're a star quarterback, because I believe he's a star, most other people do believe he's a star, um, your best overall player did not play. You're Teddy Bridgewater. You throw for 136 yards. But it's funny. Threw for 136 yards, but threw two touchdowns. And was 18-24. Now, I didn't look into it, but I can almost bet they had to force at least one turnover. And special teams had to play pretty well in order to get good field position. So that's what I'm thinking would happen. In order to get two touchdowns, didn't throw for 136 yards. You didn't have a running back for over 100 yards, so you didn't seemingly move the ball. But Carolina, you allowed 40-plus points. You lost, and your star quarterback could not throw for more than 200 yards in this game. Unfortunately, you are the 29th team on this list. Sorry, Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, man, you're my boy, but you have to find a way to do better. And that's number 29, folks. It's number 29. Hey, guys. Um, I just noticed. I know it's funny. I just noticed this. So, for, let's see, this is 2020, which means after 25 years, because the Carolina Panthers and Jacksonville Jaguars both came into the league at the same time, 
in 25 years of being in the NFL, I've seen greatness from both teams. Only seen one of them in the Super Bowl. That's Carolina. Seen them in the Super Bowl twice, actually. And people don't remember the, you know, I'm sorry, they don't want to remember the Cam Newton Super Bowl. And everybody saw Jake Delholm do his best to do his very best to try and beat up and be one of the most memorable quarterbacks to beat Tom Brady, but came up short. I'll never forget the end of that Super Bowl. That onside kick that gave Tom Brady good field position. I was I I don't think I I was so upset at watching Tom Brady get so lucky. And then I saw the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl, and I was like, "Really, Donovan? You gonna throw up? Then throw a pick? And then talk crap about T.O. Like you, man, get out of here." Oh, if you didn't know, I'm not a Donovan McNabb fan either. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, here's the, I guess here's the question to the unfortunates after 25 years of watching the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been to the championship game twice. I believe, I believe once with Mark Brunel and they got beat by the new England Patriots and then new England Patriots lost to the Green Bay Packers and Brett Favre. And that was Brett Favre's only Super Bowl. And look, that year, oh wait, Carolina was in that NFC Championship too with Kerry Collins against Green Bay, and Green Bay beat them. So, oh wait, that's three times Carolina's been to uh, the championship game, twice to the Super Bowl. Okay. Also to remember... Also to remember that I think both franchises have actually done very, very well for themselves. Just wanted to put that in there, you guys. Yo, what up, guys? I'm back. It's after work, and I'm passing Raging Waters, and... Number 28. Number 28. Is the Washington Redskins who fell. After they were my upset pick. To beat Detroit. Which they didn't do. They only lost by three. It was a really close game. Alex Smith threw for 390 yards of Detroit's defense. But did not throw a touchdown. And they lost 30-27, so they are down how many spots? They're down two spots. My bad for the delay. They're down two spots from last week. Um, I honestly feel like if Alex Smith would have started the season, Washington would be in first place right now. 
But what kills me is, is that they're only a game and a half out of first place. Ugh. Is anybody else as frustrated on, on that as I am? Anybody. But anyway, um, the rookie running back is playing really well, Gibson. Like I said, y'all, fantasy hit. If y'all need a running back. Just make sure you check the injury status because that I don't honestly know. But, man, Alex Smith, man. Look, I was one of those guys. I remember when he threw one touchdown, 11 interceptions this rookie year, thinking this dude is trash. Maybe the 49ers should have drafted Aaron Rodgers, like, I'm thinking, like, there's no way Alex Smith turns into a credible quarterback. Alex Smith is one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch now because he is Mr. Consistent for me. He's just, he's really just not won anything. He's just not won anything. So, he's just not won anything. I wish Alex Smith would have snuck a ring in there somehow. He would have had some credibility. For those of you guys who hate on Alex Smith. And then seeing him go and then seeing him go through that injury. It's killer. It's killer. So again. down two spots Washington football's team I still root for y'all all right and coming in at number 27 the very consistent ranked 27th team in the NFL Atlanta Falcons Roars on a bye who two weeks ago beat the Denver Broncos in Atlanta um I you know you know what I'm gonna add a piece of this at the end of the segment I am going to speak a little bit more about Atlanta, but not right now. Atlanta is my number 27 team again. Atlanta, stay healthy. Todd Gurley, bro, if you're listening, I'm rooting for you. I hope you stay healthy. Um, Matt Ryan, never really believed in you, still don't believe in you. Julio Jones, you're still a top five receiver in the NFL. And and the dude you played with, give me his autograph. Give me give me Ridley's autograph, man. That dude is a beast. Julio, man, love you, dog. But man, y'all y'all Bama boys is killing down in Georgia. But uh, c- can a brother get Calvin Ridley's you know signature autograph? Hook me, hook a brother up. Anyway, next. Coming in at number 26, 
So let's see. I'm sorry. I like the Cleveland Browns head coach, Kevin Stavansky. I like... I'm trying to see how I phrase this. I, 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 um... I love Hooper. Tight end. I know they miss Joe badly. Joe Thomas, for the audience, y'all don't know. Love tackle. They miss that dude. They miss that brother bad. They wish he'd come out of retirement. Those running backs. You gotta you gotta love both of them, man. They're both fantasy nightmares, but when you are the Houston Texans and you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You cannot only score seven points against Cleveland and lose only seven to ten. I'm sorry. Please raise your hand if Baker Mayfield is getting on your nerves. Because if it were me, I'm sorry. I, I, I'd have gotten. I, I okay. I would have given him a shot with my new coach. But after seeing how he's... Like, you're supposed to get better with the playbook every week. I don't see that from Baker. And look, and I understand it's I understand it's COVID, but... Sorry. Sorry. So the Houston Texans, you are no longer ranked 25 on the unfortunates... I guess the question is, is do we have a new team? And what is this anomaly I was speaking about earlier? Where does that come into play? I think we're going to find out here. The best team on my list is no longer the Houston Texans. They dropped a spot. I'm sorry. In Cleveland, in New York, and you cannot lose the Cleveland 10-7. I'm sorry. I don't care if Miles Garrett is a sack leader in the NFL and one of the best outside linebackers slash DNs. I don't care. It's, it shouldn't happen. Anyway. To get back to this anomaly. Well, there's something that should never happen. Something that should never, ever happen is about to happen. And I'm going to fill y'all in a little bit right after this. Stay tuned. Yo, it's time. The very best team on the Unfortunates. And this is the first time ever on the Unfortunates. Out of all the unfortunate teams in the NFL, I have a division leader at number 25. And you guys know who I'm talking about. From the NFC least, for the first time in the history of the Unfortunates, the Philadelphia Eagles are number 25. Number one, not in your hearts. You guys are sad. 
guys. I can't even get into what's wrong with Philly. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I will. Okay. Overpaid Carson Wentz. That's one. Two. When you overpay Carson Wentz and your offensive line isn't healthy, your running backs are not healthy, your wide receivers are not healthy, you have one of your good tight ends who's out. The defense is horrible, and I believe the defense is the healthiest thing about you guys. And if you guys make the playoffs, I'll be really upset because I'm rooting for the Giants slash Washington football team. I'm actually rooting for Washington football team to get in more because you guys are like only a game and a half above them. And you're 3-5-1. and one. I'm going to double check that. I'm going to double check that. But I do believe you guys are 3-5-1. And, and I believe you just lost. <laughs> Give me three seconds. I'll be right back. Okay, so back to my point about Philly. So, you guys are 3-5-1. and one. I picked the upset that you guys would lose to the Giants. You guys did. If you guys tuned in last week, my two upset picks of the week, which of course have to be coordinated through my unfortunate teams, because I always have a winner every single week. I haven't, I haven't gone a week where I haven't had a team on the unfortunates where all of them lose. So in that case, I have to pick an upset, and it has to be somebody from my unfortunates who gets a win. So I had chose Washington football team to defeat Detroit, which almost happened. Uh, just to recap, Detroit won 30-27. And... I said the Giants are going to beat Philly and Philly, and they absolutely did, hammering them by 10, 10 points, 27-17. And I just went over what was wrong with Philly, and I'm going to be moving to my unfortunate picks right about... guys and those are my unfortunates the Jets are still at 32 the Cowboys are still at 31 the Jacksonville Jaguars are at 30 the Carolina Panthers are at 29 Washington football team at 28 the Atlanta Falcons stay at 27 the Houston Texans drop to 26 and the Philadelphia Eagles make the cut on my unfortunates now to my unfortunate picks. Um, I got one major one. Okay. I got one major one. And then I got one that technically isn't an upset, but it has to be tied with my unfortunates, whether if I pick in a win or lose. 
So that being said, those are the rules for the unfortunate picks. If you guys got a pick, shoot me a message here on Anchor or shoot me a message on Facebook on sportsaddv.com. I'm going to be posting this in about five minutes. It's going to be at 1.40 in the morning on Sunday. If you guys got a pick, I don't even care if the game already started. If you got a pick, I'll mention you shout out on the next episode about your upset pick. Let me know. Fill me in. Like I said, leave me a message on Anchor. Uh, Make sure you comment and like and share this episode on your page. Share this episode. Comment. Leave me a message on Anchor. I'll hit you back. I'll I'll drop, you know what I'm saying? I'll name drop you on the show next week. Talk about your upset pick from anybody from the unfortunate list. This is Joey Two Wallets, and I'm not done yet. (laughs) All right. So, my unfortunate upset picks for this week. Like I said, the first one is the major one. With Drew Brees having 11 broken ribs and not being able to play for six weeks. If I'm not mistaken, if I heard it right, Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback. I've seen that dude throw one pass. And when he threw that one pass, it looked so awkward. Not because it was Taysom Hill throwing the ball. It was the way he threw the ball. If he throws like that, the way I saw him throw the ball, there is no way Taysom Hill stays in the game. But I believe Jameis Winston will be fighting an uphill battle in the second half because I believe that Taysom Hill will be horrible. But that's my pick. I am picking the Falcons to beat the Saints. I'm going to say 24-21 in a close game because Atlanta cannot help themselves but to give up games in the fourth quarter. But this one, rival games... I, I, I don't think they will let this one go. I think Atlanta gets this one. And Atlanta will find their way off my unfortunate list next week. That's my upset pick for that. Let's see. My number two unfortunate pick for this week. I am looking at the Cleveland Browns. To defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I know you guys are thinking, well, that's not much of an upset. It's Cleveland. Well, to me, if you're leading the division, which the Philadelphia Eagles are, you shouldn't be leaving nothing to chance. And, again, this is Cleveland. They've been horrible and trash for so long. I know y'all not just going to let Cleveland walk up in here and act like they're good. Look, I trust that. I trust that coach. I really do. As long as Baker Mayfield is there, there's I'm, I, I, I can't bet for him. Can't do it. Sorry. 
as much as I enjoyed Baker at Oklahoma, I cannot, I, part of me is hoping Matt Ryan goes to Cleveland next year. Like, I, I really, I really do. I know, like, that's way off the wall. Look, I've been saying it. Dak Prescott to Washington, I might as well throw this in there. Shoot, the unfortunate bet of the year will be Matt Ryan ends up in Cleveland in the next 16 months. You heard it here first. That being said, that is the unfortunate truth about all of these teams. Most out of bye. Some are still horrible. Some are fighting to get off of this list. And the only one who seems to want to stay on are the Jets, the Cowboys, and the Falcons. Everybody else is jumping up and down. Including the Jaguars, who have jumped up and down. (laughs) But, everybody have a blessed Sunday. It is Sunday morning. It is 1.40. And enjoy the day. And like I said, hit me up on Anchor. Leave a message on Facebook, on Sports Daddy TV. I'm going to be posting this in the next five minutes. Um, This is not going to be a time post, so please... Normally, I dry my episodes of The Unfortunates on Saturday, and In the Car with Joey Two Wallets normally drops any random time during the week. Unfortunately, I haven't done it, but I like the fact that I'm able to do The Unfortunates for you guys, and I'm going to keep doing this for the rest of the season, including the playoffs and including the Super Bowl. My unfortunate loser pick. I'm not going to be picking a winner for this room. I'm going to be picking the loser, guys, so... Look forward to that. That's going to be a long episode. I'm going to have a couple of guests for that. So look forward to that in Super Bowl week. Uh, I'm going to take this all the way to Super Bowl, guys. So keep listening in. Please leave me a message. Comment. Share the episode with your friends. Let them know that there's something different, something new, and it's unfortunate. (laughs) Have a good one.